We open on the city of Brusk. While most Hildorf societies are nomadic, this city has thrived longer than any of the mountainous citadels belonging to the stationary mountain dwarfs. It has held its prosperity due to the countless artificers who make not only the city's defenses impenetrable, but also its inhabitants' lives long and fulfilling. We zoom in on a modest tower made of brown, porous stone with a domed roof. Through one of the tower's many windows, we see a dwarven artificer with her copper hair and a crown braid and a pair of goggles resting on her forehead. She climbs the stairs to the top with a metal toolbox in one hand, some small explosives in the other, a colorful bag at her hip, and a large ballooning swatch of cloth on her back. She enters the top room of the tower through a metal trap door. Inside this room is half a dozen bookshelves, a large desk strewn with various copper bits, some empty metal cages, and a tattered rug that is used to cover up blast marks and stains from past failed experiments. She begins to hum as she sets her things on the rug and begins to pull out a large harness from her seemingly empty bag. Then, with all the components accounted for, she leaves her bag on the ground and opens the lid of her toolbox, revealing a set of stairs just wide enough for her and her bulky materials to fit down. As she climbs down into the toolbox and closes the lid, we see the extra-dimensional room is split in two by a metal wall with a door and a pane of enchanted glass. She pulls the goggles over her eyes and places the first set of explosives in the test chamber with a long fuse that she feeds through a hole in the wall. She lights the fuse, and shortly after, a massive explosion rocks the room and bulges the metal door slightly. Too big, she says as she coughs and fans the smoke from the test chamber. She then places the next set of explosives in the chamber, this set much smaller than the last. Lighting this one releases no more energy than a small firecracker, but it seemed like it made a very loud popping sound, a sound that she has never heard come from any explosive. Far too small, but what an odd noise! She opens the door to the test chamber and realizes the walls around it have fallen away, revealing the study room at the top of her tower. She looks at her feet and sees her toolbox broken and void of magic, and her bag that is now bulging on the tattered rug. With some quick thinking, she ties the fuse of her last set of explosives into the harness and buckles it around her waist and over her shoulders. The bulging bag is now spilling its contents all over the tower, but the worst has yet to come as a large bulge begins to climb up out of the bag like a snake regurgitating a meal that was far too large for it. Well, now might be the best time to test this, she says as she runs over to the window and jumps out just in the nick of time as a huge gurgling explosion demolishes the tower. She quickly does some calculations and lights the fuse. Right as she gets 10 feet from the ground, the explosion triggers the harness to expand into a cloud of air-filled cloth, and she lands hard, but alive. Not concerned with what just happened in her tower, she screams, It worked! It really worked! But as she stands up, she sees the city in chaos. The streets are filled with junk. Chemicals have combined to start fires, and all the citizens are either trapped or trying to rescue those who are. She takes one final look underneath her expanded harness and realizes she landed on a massive pile of mattresses. This day will be talked about forever and always referred to as the spilling.
So question for the episode is, what is your character's happy place? Ooh, <laughs> the heart of the sun. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think uh, it's, it's more so, I think there's a specific balcony in the monastery where she trained, where Surya trained, that there's like, it sticks out from like a top tower. There's a big open space and maybe like a little statue and it's perfect. Like morning to night, no matter the season, it's sun. It's like direct sunlight. Her happy place is just sitting there in front of the statue on this balcony and just meditating and basking in the glow of the hot, hot sun. <laughs> Julian's is definitely any stage. So I like to imagine that when he jumps up on a table to sing a, a like a drinking song, you know, like a Pippin and Mary dancing around the table drinking song, <laughs> he imagines that he's on like the like the Globe Theater or like, you know, he's in his head, like all of a sudden he's on a stage and the lights are on him and there's a huge audience all wearing tuxedos and dresses and he's in a like fancy garb even when he's like just at a bar dancing on the table like it turns into this happy place in his head which is mm, stage nice. you know any any performing stage hell yeah i think uh toy toygas is like uh his the port at his hometown like he was like on a i think we've talked about it, he was on like a seaside sort of port town where um i think he as like a young kid would like run around and steal stuff and he was a part of the mob but also he's like you know obviously a big kind of like almost traveling merchant so he would probably like as he grew up had like a spot like at the port was like bartering with you know ships coming in grabbing stuff off the ship selling stuff exporting stuff like trading with guys who were like coming through the different markets there you know whether it was like the fish market or something uh and I think he just like he like thrives off of that. Like he thrives off of like making deals. And then also mm. that's kind of where his like, you know, he probably did some back alley shit with like his guys, <laughs> you know, probably probably yeah. did some shady, shadier deals, you know. Probably <laughs> tossed some coin, you know, you know, and some secret handshakes. Did you ever give your town a name? I can't remember. You know, that's a great question. Um, <laughs> I, I I gave either a town a name or I gave a <laughs> pub a name. A bar name. Ne yeah. Neither I know. Um, but uh, uh, we're going to call it Seasidian. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. I, I will uh, try to listen to old episodes and find out if that's the truth. But for right now, that's a great town name. All right. You guys ready for a little recap? Oh, Let's yeah. Let's do it. All right. So we last left off with Tortuga and Terry dealing a blow to the forces of the Green Man before Terry sacrificed himself to save Tortuga. Tortuga, fueled by revenge, charged the Green Machine only to get covered in green paint, which causes him to feel like a specter in the waking world. We last saw Surya as she was dropped into the mesh, facing off against a trash tunneler who has now pinned her to the ground and is ready to take a bite out of her. 
Julian, looking for a way to get down to Tortuga, fell through the arms of the mesh before being saved and lowered to the ground by the overseeing pentadrome. In an act of defiance, Julian focused a shatter spell on the main computer controlling the mesh, making it not only off-limits for the green man, but also the entire universe. And we will pick up there. Alright, yeah, so we're picking up with... From the perspective of Julian and Tortuga. Julian, you are on the edge of this crescent-shaped platform. Uh maybe like 30, 40 feet away from the green man who has just screamed in rage at you. So the Penadrone looks surprised and he kind of like looks in between Julian and the green man and the green man out of a rage just says, Julian, this is payback. And he kicks Tortuga off of the walkway. <gasps> Tortuga, I need you to first to make a wisdom saving throw. Oh, Okay. What a fuck. Uh, oh, I got a oh, four. That's a four. Yeah, Tortuga, you don't even attempt to grab the edge. You just get kicked off cool. and you're just like, yeah. oh, I'm floating now. Yeah, you're like, this I'm floating. You're actually is. like where that light was before in the last episode. You are falling into it. Oh. And you are just like content with what you are doing right now. Julian. <laughs> <laughs> he takes the hose off of his back that is connected to this huge glass container filled with green paint, and he charges at you with the hose full blast. I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. Ah! I'm going to like try to jump out of the way. 14. Okay. Um, oh, that's a borderline one. Yeah, you are... You are blasted by this green paint and you manage to grab the edge of the capsule that you are standing on before. But unfortunately, the green paint makes it a little bit too slippery and you begin to slip off and fall as well. The next thing that happens is an event that the universe will remember as the spillening. <laughs> Julian, your hat comes off your head a little bit because items begin to pour out of it underneath you. As you are falling, so are all of your items and your hat. Tortuga, same thing. The hinge on your shell opens up and everything spills out of it. You do notice while you are falling into this light, there is less stuff than you remember putting into it. There is also a cloud of purple smoke with jet black eyes that is released and drifts off to the ceiling with a hearty laugh, and it just goes, where does he release from? Was he in my hat? No, he was, oh, did I say Julian? No, I'm. was that from Tortuga's shell? Yes, that was okay. from Tortuga's shell. Okay. I'm sorry if I said Julian. No, you, but... were, you described us both having spilled things, and you did that right, I was just making sure. <laughs> okay, yeah, Tortuga, this purple cloud just like drifts off into the now dark mesh and what the fuck flies above you <laughs> what was that what did sorry i'm just like imagining him like putting this like entity in his shell earlier without us knowing <laughs> at some point we, we might need this <laughs> oh wow might be might be the consequences of somebody's last actions but i am not gonna say any more about it Okay, uh, so you guys are falling through the mesh. 
or like you're falling another 20 stories to the bottom of this rundown massive machine. What do you guys do? I am looking around me, looking at the things falling out of my hat, trying to think, okay, could I grab onto some rope and try to, you know, grapple onto something or is there a mattress because I remember us you know having like a hay mattress at one point or something and um, that's like I'm scrambling to grab at things that are falling out of my hat and I think the thing that I'm thinking top and prior my top priority is find a rope if I can grab onto a rope maybe I can use that to sling it over something and catch myself you do not have any mattresses because you remember that Tartuga has burned all of them That's right. in the past. But I would like you to roll an investigation check as you are looking through this cloud of yours and Soria's items. Just like falling um, through the sky. I have a grappling hook that probably fell out. Um, I don't know if I would necessarily grab it, but maybe it's near you. Just saying. I have a 17 investigation check. Yeah, you find some rope. You... Uh, I think it's your last roll of rope as your other one is now tangled up far above you uh, using it last time but you you managed to find some rope falling through the air and grab onto it I'm gonna like wrap it around my waist and tie it off so that if I do successfully get it latched to something it doesn't like slide through my hands giving me rope burn and damage I can just catch myself I think you might, yes. Uh, you're going to take some damage either way. Oh, yeah. Because a fall with some rope is still going to hurt. Oof. Do, I, do another sleight of hand check for me. Sleight of hand. 11. Oh, wow. These are all my good things, too. Like, I have a plus 9 to that. Oh. Okay, so how this is going to work is failed checks just will increase the damage that you take. Okay. So you manage to wrap this rope around your hand, or like around your body in like a safe way that you think is gonna make it fine, but you spend too much time doing that and not enough slowing your fall. Tortuga, I need you to make another wisdom saving throw. Okay, 15. With a sudden bout of clarity, you realize you are falling to your actual death and you have a chance to respond. Uh, what do you do? Uh, is gonna he's gonna be like, and then he's going to, like, look around. <laughs> he's going to hopefully see his grappling hook and grab that. Okay. Roll an investigation check for me. All right. Natural one. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> so grappling hook's okay. not there. <laughs> yeah, so you... You see the grappling hook, but it is far beneath your feet. And the closest thing that you like instinctually grab onto is a bar of soap <laughs> that you just like, it's it's soap on a rope. So it's like got a soap little bit of rope, rope to it. Sounds pretty dope. Yeah, but it's, it's uh, it actually like waxes your hands and makes them very slippery. Ah, <laughs> uh, nope. Yeah. Great. <laughs> I don't know if I can cope with that, Calvin. <laughs> as you continue to fall you hear a loud noise as if a swarm of bees has just entered the area swarms and swarms of trio drones burst out of every opening in the mesh and begin to fight off the green horde oh cool uh, 
we see the green man who's like, Oh, I guess it's time to go. Uh, the only person he can actually look over to is Surya. So right after he sprays a circle of green paint around the green machine, a portal appears underneath it. The green machine sinks into it, and he jumps into it with a whistle, a wave, and a smile. Motherfucker. Surya, this trash tunneler that has you pinned in this hallway Uh is about to take a bite of you. Yeah. You are completely pinned, and you have no way of avoiding this. Okay. <laughs> but that at that exact moment, you hear that same whistle. Ooh. And instead of biting your head off, it bites a hole in the ground and slinks off into it. Oh. What do you do? Uh, <laughs> take a second to appreciate that I'm still alive. <laughs> She's going to look down the hole after it. Like, wherever it bit into and disappeared to, I'm going to try and see if I can see it still going away wherever it went. Or you take a quick look, and uh, you see it It looks like it bit through some important machinery. Like, there's mm. sparking wires and gears and stuff that are now, like, in half and completely inoperational. But you see the bottom of the hole... And it looks like it is just like maybe 10, 15 feet away from you. And it's just a round divot. And you can't see anything else. Okay. Um, I don't know how much of a read of the whole situation Surya got in the last <laughs> session. She tried to look around, but I think mostly she, she was just dealing with this trash tunneler. So I think she's kind of like... I got it. <laughs> um, she she gets up uh, and goes to uh, you know walk towards an opening where she can see better down to where uh, she was pretty sure Tortuga and Julian were. Yeah, you run over to the edge. It takes your whole turn to get over there, but you just see them falling, and they're actually like halfway to the ground right now. Julian has a rope in his hands and Tortuga has a soap on a rope in his hands. And (laughs) (laughs) things are not looking good for them. Let's just say that. Yeah. Uh, Julian and Tortuga, you have one more chance to do something. What do you do? Uh, I'm going to say it's Julian's turn. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you it, we're not in turn order right now but oh, okay. if you need if you need more time no then... no i know what i'm gonna do i just don't want to go out of turn um <laughs> i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna like flashback i'm like i'm falling to my death i'm gonna like tortuga is toy toyga is like having a flashback of like his life right now and mainly, uh, it's very short term, and he's just seeing Terry die. And he realizes he still has Terry's uh, bandana on his head, and he just ch- like channels everything Terry inside of him. And he uh, looks, and he tries to latch on to one of the trio Jones, um, okay, and hopefully grab one of them 
and ride one of them to some amount of safety. Yeah, uh, they actually begin to swarm towards both of you now. They appear to be actually coming to your rescue. They get underneath you, and you just, like, fly through the first, like, four of them. And just, they completely shatter. Uh, We'll see here. How much damage do you take? Not very much. You take 10 points of damage. Actually, yeah. a pretty low roll. Um, but yeah, you take 10 points of damage as these blades just cut against your visible skin and make dents in your shell. I imagine they just kind of just like glaze off because, you know, I'm all soapy right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, you fall uh, like 20 more feet and another group of trio drones come to try to save you but you actually slip right past them and like hit your stomach on one of these arms knocking the wind out of you you are gonna take 10 more damage nice that's what we're talking about and on the third and final group of uh trio drones they manage to slow your fall enough. You are desperately holding onto the soap and a rope, and they are holding <laughs> on to the other end of it. But they manage to slow your fall enough to lower you to one of these platforms that has a capsule on it. Julian, <laughs> you have God. a rope in your hands. I, seeing what is happening to Dustin, am just going to scream, Help! And mm-hmm. hold this mm-hmm. rope wrapped around both wrists, or if it was just around my waist, but hold it up, hoping that's like a trio drone will come and grab the rope. You know what I mean? Yep. Just gonna stand like with my arms up after seeing him take more damage than I could survive from. <laughs> Being like, hopefully yeah. this works. Yeah. <laughs> You throw the rope into the air and scream help, and these trio drones quickly, who are already focused on you, move even faster and grab the rope. You are going to take some damage as this rope goes taut, and you are yanked into the air. Oh, some, uh, what's her name? What's her name? Some Spider-Man, some Gwen Stacy. <laughs> <laughs> You take 16 points no! of damage. I'm knocked out. I'm out. Yeah. The last thing you see is yourself being lift, lifted slowly as your back just cracks. Oh. And like, it's not a good crack. It, like, <laughs> it's, it's a Gwen so Stacy painful. crack. Yeah. It's so painful that... I go negative, are... right? Or do I just stay at zero? You stay at zero. Okay, so I am now at zero hit points, and do I need to do a death save yet, or not till next turn? Uh, you do not have to do a death saving throw, because a few things are going to happen. Okay, but yeah, I'm just like, help! <laughs> there are some sound effects yeah. for you. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be fun. Though. I might do some <laughs> practical foley on that one. Oh, God. Get some, some uh, celery and just... Yeah, celery <laughs> and a head of lettuce. When I did There's Something in the Woods, I used a head of lettuce for every crunching noise. Just like grabbing the head of lettuce. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. Uh, Surya 
and Tortuga, I need you both to make constitution saving throws, please. Okie doke. That's an 11. And an 11. Wow. 11 11. Wish for a better saving throw. We're vibing. We're vibing on a mediocre (laughs) constitution save. Okay. So, in a combination of the extreme stress that this day has put on you and you not eating at all through any of it has made you go woozy and you see the like your vision begins to blur and you just kind of like with some exhaustion you see that the trio drones are actually fighting off the green horde they are exiting into portals they are leaving the mesh and the day has been won Mm. But with some final relief, you guys pass out unconscious. That tracks. Yeah. We see these trio drones. Uh, there's actually a group of them, maybe eight of them, that have red crosses painted on their face. Ah. And they... <laughs> They have stretchers with them, and they get you to safe ground, put you on these stretchers, and fly you over to these capsule trains that have been used. You see this capsule train just like in a fog, kind of, and it zips you around, and you're not sure how much time has passed, but you feel like you are in a totally different area as you see large lively farms and laboratories with plant life and fungus growing around them. Hell yeah. Is this the first time we're seeing something not made of metal since we've been here? Correct, yeah. It's a deep contrast to what you have seen of this brass planet. Wow. Okay. So we are... At a camera kind of looking at the out, like a very far shot of Clockface 3 focused on the number 10. Hmm. The zero is actually a, a neatly plotted farm area, oh. while the one has these laboratories with plant life and fungus growing around them. Fucking cool. We zoom in to a building labeled Specimen Growth Lab. The party is now in a room with two doors on opposite walls. One of those walls has tubes running out of them, and these tubes are connected to the party. Hmm. You guys wake up, and you guys are kind of like laying in beds, probably like 10 feet apart from each other. Am I awake too? Yes, all of you are awake. Oh. Thank God. Uh, I look down at the the tubes. Like I feel like I pretty quickly, with my like um, my sense of my own body, notice these tubes, and I look down and like try and figure out what the fuck's going on with those. You can roll a medicine check for me. Hell yeah! Fifteen. Oh wow, that's a good roll. Um, you are pretty sure that these tubes. While you're not at risk of dying, they are at least, like, healing you right now in some way. Okay. Um, And we can see there's, like, fung- 
fungi around? Nope. There's no, no. you're actually okay, in we, a very clean room right now. Okay. It's just, we, you guys didn't see the fungus or oh, anything. Okay. Cool, I was just cool, trying cool, to set the stage of where you guys are. Cool, cool, cool. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Um, <laughs> I'm going to look around for any windows or sources of light. Uh, there are some fluorescent tubes that give off a very artificial light above you. Otherwise, there's no windows out of here. There's just the two doors. Surya gags at the fluorescent light. <laughs> she literally like... <laughs> <laughs> She looks over at um, Tortuga and Julian and says, yeah, you're alive, both of you. I'm just going to kind of go, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tortuga's just going to look down at the tubes and just go like, and ah, not again. <laughs> <laughs> not, not again? <laughs> and don't worry about it. Uh... What what happened? Both of you disappeared. Tortuga, you you went into that green portal. Julian, you were swallowed by a cucumber. What? Where the fuck did you go? All right, I'll go first. Basically, because I feel the need to correct you here, it wasn't a cucumber. It was actually mm-hmm. some kind of uh, in a dimensional cucumber uh... monster. Come on, Julian. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I looked down at my pants, and I'm just like. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so when it swallowed me, I ended up inside of a room where I talked to the green man through a TV because he was too big of a fucking, uh, what's the word for it in this universe? Uh, I would call him a gnome, but now I'm a gnome. So, (laughs) but he was, uh, not very brave in his, uh, confrontation with me, which, you know, obviously set me on a wrong tone. But then, uh, he gave me a little bit of, I don't know what to call it, but this feeling of, like this necessary feeling of creating green and it doesn't feel good unless i'm playing some music to distract myself which he doesn't know about well i'm sure he knows about that now that i destroyed his whole plan but uh that's kind of all that i've got i'm kind of kind of fucked up right now i just fell like a hundred hundred stories or something julian uh as you are talking about this i need you to make a wisdom saving throw please oh shit he still has it. Four. Okay. Oh. So as you were talking about this, your hands mindlessly wander into the air and they begin to draw something out. And you notice, or Surya and Tortuga, you notice as he is drawing what looks like like just green floating paint in the air, uh, some of the green that he is completely covered in actually lowers a little bit so his hair is now back to being blue like it's almost like he is emptying out of this green paint but what you create in front of you is a green hat and you mindlessly put this green hat on and continue talking as if nothing happened okay this is very important what kind of hat is it uh, it's like the Lucky Charms hat without the clover. <laughs> nice, <laughs> fantastic. Um, J- Julian, do you do you realize you're doing that? Doing what? I say as I like nestle it, you know, nicely on on my ears. Uh, Surya just gives a look over at Tortuga, like, uh, uh, Toy Toy is just gonna like go up behind and be like. Yeah, nothing, buddy. Nothing. Don't even worry about it, all right? 
picks up like his sword and like tries to reassemble put it on his back like just pretending and then he's gonna like have it behind him behind uh julian and he's gonna like try to like pluck the hat off with the tip of his sword uh pluck it off and then slice it in half in the air (laughs) um you are (laughs) you are too far apart to do that you guys are all laying in beds you can certainly get out of bed but oh yeah uh, yeah you're not feeling great tortuga Oh yeah, I'm gonna get up. I'm gonna be like, oh, oh Jesus! You know, I hate it when every freaking time. God damn it, mother! Uh, hey, Julian, <laughs> come on over here, buddy. I, let me let me see how you're doing. You weren't doing so hot. I'm uh, pretty sure you basically died. Yeah, I don't know good? if I can move right now. Can I? How's my back? How's my legs? Yeah, you're pretty drained right now. Yeah. It, it's very hard. For you to move. I'll and just Tortuga... like look over at him like, this is it. <laughs> this is what you got. Tortuga, as you like get up and you actually say the word dead, something clicks in you again and you look back at your hand and it is see-through again and you feel like you are not even alive. Ah, Jesus. Fuck. God damn it. I thought, ah, uh, well... I guess that was all a dream, being alive. Wait, t- Tortuga, what? Tortuga, talk to me. What, what What? are you talking about? Man, sir, you must be going through the same thing. He thinks he can still see me and shit. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn it. I, I, Where even I'm, the hell am I? I'm going to try to walk through a wall. I... <laughs> you go to walk through the door that uh, is on the wall with the tubes that are coming out of it and you just like bounce off of it. You can make a wisdom saving throw for me. Okay. I mean, even while he's doing this, Surya gets up and she <laughs> walks over to him and like, I got she tries, she, she like, after he walks into a wall, she like grabs his head and like tries to turn him around and like shake his head and be like, snap out of it. Yeah, it, it doesn't do anything. He rolled a four. He yeah. like bounces into the wall and is just like, he thinks that that is a spectral boundary. Basically, that is a place he is not permitted to go to as a specter. God, even, uh, even when you die, there's rules. What the fuck? Tortuga, <laughs> if you were dead, how am I touching you and talking to you right now? Ah, uh, Surya. Oh. Uh, Oh, my, my body, my friend. Oh, man. I hate to tell this to you, buddy. But we're dead. No! <laughs> no, we're not! Look at me. Look at me. I'm, right. I'm see-through, okay? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold my hand over my, my uh, face. I'm going to say, pick a number, any number. Put it up in front of me. I'll be able to tell you. I can see right through my hand. Surya grabs his hand and moves it to her hand and covers her fingers with his hand and holds up two fingers and says, how many fingers am I holding up right now? So I'm sorry, you're covering... I'm covering your... my fingers with his hand so he can only see his hand. Yeah. Tortuga, you can see through your hand. You can see that she is what? holding up two fingers. Oh, two, Two, my dude... It's dude, this is just the way of life, all right? Sometimes you can see through your hand, other times you can't walk through a door, even though that's what you were promised. 
I don't know what to tell you, buddy. Surya kind of freaked out and, you know, thinking she was in safety, but now things are clearly not all solved. Slowly, like, lowers his hand and puts it back by his side. Looks over at Julian with his new green hat, (laughs) moaning in bed. And she looks around for a door or something that she can try and call out at for someone to come okay, in. So the first, yeah, the first thing I want to happen is Tortuga, I want you to roll a history check for me. Okay. An eight. What is with these rolls today? Tortuga, you remember, you remember having a vial of clear liquid. Something feels important about it, but you don't have it right now. Hmm. At this point, you... So, Soria, there is the door. There's like a door on a blank wall, and then there's a door on the wall with the tubes coming out of it. Which door do you want to try? Uh, I guess the the wall with the tubes coming out of it, because that's where our healing stuff was coming from. And you're just yelling into it, or are you trying to open it? Um... I'm going to first say hello and then check the handle. Uh, the door is locked and you get no response. <sighs> she, she lets out <laughs> that kind of a sigh and then uh, <laughs> walks over to the door on the other wall. Same process. Hello? Tries the door handle. Uh, you try the door handle and it opens up and there is actually uh, those same eight medic trio, or trio drones on the other side. Uh, but they have three, they almost look like IV stands, hmm. but at the top of it, there is an arm that ends in a like disc shape with three rods sticking out into the center and a glass lens. And they just say, please lay down. What? What is this? Lay down. I will not lay down until you tell me what what these are. We do not have access to that information. Please just lay down. Do you know what you're about to do with them? Yes. Tell <laughs> me, and then maybe I will lay down. See, Surya, not even the angels here are cool. Everything about this place is <laughs> bogus. She just turns around and says, You quiet! You're not dead! <laughs> and turns back to the drones. They just kind of look between themselves sheepishly, like they can't say what they're about to do. I'm not going to allow you to touch me or my friends unless I know what it is you're going to do. If you need to find your superior drone or your manager, I don't mean to care in it, but I need that information before I let you proceed. <laughs> Yo, I think that's God you're asking for. (laughs) Lex will be here shortly to explain. Lay down. It is part of the healing process. Okay. She looks around, uh, sort of reconsiders that we've been healed, you know, like they clearly are taking care of us and goes back over to the bed. Well, first she goes to Tortuga and says, All right, listen, these angels are going to help you lay down. All right, might as well. (laughs) She sighs and says, may the sun shine down on me and lays down. 
so you all lay down still with these tubes connected to you uh these trio drones let's say there's nine of them just to make it an even three split nice uh three of them go to each of you with and each group has one of these odd stand things they position it over your thigh and lift up like whatever cloth you have on your thigh. It's not much. You guys are either in hospital gowns or very minimal clothing right now. And then the burning starts. Uh, what? A laser comes out of these stands and begins to etch a cube in your skin. I need you all to make con saving throws again, please. Can I make a deck saving throw to try and avoid it? It is too late for that. You can make a con saving throw. Well, I had a nat 20. <laughs> or, no, Julian has a nat 20. Sorry, I got a 16. Nice. I got a 5. God damn it. Tortuga, you pass out <laughs> from the pain. I'm just going to, can I just like, while I pass out, I'm just going to be like, remember guys, it's not real. No. <laughs> <laughs> You pass out from the pain. Julian and Surya, you actually manage to muscle through the pain as you see they take out what looks like one inch of cubic flesh from your thigh in a very quick way. The wound is already cauterized and it's actually beginning to heal again. They grab these cubes of flesh and leave through the door with the wall or on the wall with the tubes in it. I'm going to try and get up and follow them into that room. Okay. Um I guess make an acrobatics check. Alright. I'll say with disadvantage because you have these tubes connected to you. I'm gonna look up at him still out. like completely incapacitated and just be like, Surya, don't let them clone me. Exactly don't what I let was thinking. Them clone me. And uh with disadvantage, that's a 21. I'm too unique. I'm too <laughs> unique. <laughs> I mean, you're already the beta version of <laughs> like the exactly. 2.0. <laughs> this is a real conversation we're having. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Surya, as you are talking back and forth with Julian, you quickly jump out of your bed, your legs still in somewhat pain. Uh, but these trio drones go through this door. You manage to get your fingers between the door and the door jam, and you enter into a huge warehouse with large, glassy, like, frosted tubes with silhouettes floating in them. Oh, no. Mm. Like silhouettes of bodies? Like a cloning yes. chamber. Yeah, I'm yeah. not a fan of that. Yeah, some some trio drones notice that you have managed to sneak in and they begin to like grab you and say like please please just rest flex will come shortly you, you shouldn't have seen this and one of them actually like bursts apart and falls into pieces and like the other like two manage to stay together I am going to try and get back the three cubes of flesh that have just been taken the trio drones with the cubes, they like put them in basically piss cups, and like, <laughs> they have already flown off. Like they have flown off Son into this massive bitch. warehouse. Uh, without like it, one, it would take you time to disconnect these tubes. Yeah. Two, it would take you time to find them. 
you can still certainly do it. It would just take some effort. Um, I'm trying to think. I, I, I really think this creeps her out uh, quite a lot. And she really doesn't like the idea of us being cloned. I don't know if she would go through all the trouble if they're like, they've already flown way away and I don't even know where they're going. Um, uh, hmm. How healed am I? Am I still in healing process? Yes. Yeah. I'm going to say you have like five hit points right now. Like it's not, it's not something that basically these tubes are like keeping you alive and conscious right now. Okay. They are trying to heal over some of your more superficial wounds. You are being pumped with, oh, I should say also that the tubes in the wall actually appear to be connected to some of these, like on the other side of the wall, there's like a huge control box and these tubes are connected to these glass tubes with specimens in them, with silhouettes in them. Yeah, I I think as she burst out, her focus was on these drones and like trying to like stop getting the, stop them from taking the flesh and then sort of had a moment of looking around at, oh shit, like what the fuck? And then uh, realized it was a lost cause and then looked over at the wall and saw that there's, these are tubes we're connected to and she's going to mm-hmm. approach, try and approach these and like inspect them further. So you are currently being like handled by trio drones right now. Uh, do you want to try to like break away from them? Absolutely. Or... <laughs> okay. I do not give a fuck about these. Surya does not care about these trio drones <laughs> at all, and they seem fairly easy to break. So she is going to try. Sounds good. Yeah. Uh, athletics check with disadvantage. All right. That's a sixteen. These are my strong suits, baby. This is what I got. I don't got spells. I can do physical shit. <laughs> yeah, no, you like push one of them away and they just kind of like fall off of a... It's kind of like a catwalk and you see that there's multi-levels to this place with tubes on each of them. Okay. One of these tri- trio drones falls off the edge of the platform and falls down before like sputtering and flying again and landing softly. And the other one you just kick in the face and falls over. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. You make your way over to one of these, or you make yourself over to these control box, and what what do you what do you want to gain from this? I'm trying to look more closely. I mean, first priority, look more closely at these silhouettes in these tubes and try and see what's inside them. That we're Oh, okay. To. You said we're hooked up to some of these, right? Or is it we're hooked up to a control yes. box that is then hooked up to these things? Yes. Yeah. Basically where the wall is like between your like room that you were, yeah. you woke up in and this room, there is a control box with all three of your tubes coming out of them, connecting to these glass jars with the silhouettes in them. Yeah. I'm going to approach those and try and like look closer at them. I don't know if they're foggy or like, I want to inspect these silhouettes. Yeah, the glass itself is frosted, but um, roll a perception check for me. Can do. 14. You can't really make out the what's actually on the other side of this frosted glass, but you can make out a few defining characteristics. 
One of them is that it has brown hair. Hmm. Um, and the other one is it appears to have pointed ears. Um, can I track what, where the tubes, like which, which one of the three of us, this one is going to, is there just, I assume there's three tubes. Yeah. You, you look at all three of them and all three of them appear to be in various stages of growth. So Julian right now is hooked up to the smallest silhouette. Um, it's almost like a childlike figure in the tube. You can't really make out much more to it. Tortuga is hooked up to the largest one, the most formed one, and you are hooked up to the middle one. Okay, the largest one, the most formed one. Mm-hmm. Does it look like a turtle? Because that's <laughs> that's at least a pretty clear silhouette distinction. It does not look like a turtle. Okay. It looks like a humanoid figure with pointed ears and brown hair. Okay. That's pretty much all you can tell. They about. all do, but in different states. Did what's his name at the bar have pointed ears and brown hair? Oh. That guy? Yeah. Oh, that uh, son of a bitch. Tan. Yep. Tan did. Lex did. Uh, you haven't seen any other people here, though. But Oh, shit. Oh. Now um, it's becoming clear. She's going to stumble back a little bit, try and look at the control box and see if there's any decipherable <laughs> controls that I would be able to discern. You can roll. I'll just have you roll a base intelligence check. Um, I don't like it's going to be very hard for you. Your girl's got a plus zero on that. Oh, it's <laughs> 16. Yeah, it's still indecipherable okay, to you. It's okay, still well. like. There's tubes and levers and switches. You're not certain what any of them do, but you are certain messing with any of them it would not be good. Yeah. Uh, she's going to slowly step back, look around at all of this, and get a little overwhelmed and start to go back to the door into the room. She is uh, categorically not going to go back in the room and close the door again. Like, she does not want to get cut off from this space again. But I think she is going to try and, like, open the door and see, like, check in on these two. Okay. You open the door and you enter this small healing room, medical room. Not really sure what to call it. Uh, Tortuga and Julian appear to just be laying in beds. But you see as the door opposite to you actually opens. And a very upset Lex walks through the doorway. He doesn't even appear to notice you. He is just saying, Do you know how many artificers and wizards from every plane is up my ass right now about the items or extra-dimensional workplaces spilling out of their containers? Now we have to start converting the storage four into temporary storage space to try to reimburse these angry Lex, customers. Lex, stop, stop. Lex, uh, on the, we can uh, get to all of that. That's a huge, huge deal. Sorry. What the fuck is this? She's going to turn around and point to the clones. The tubes, the oh. giant warehouse. Uh, fucking medical 
team. Really, they could not just fucking close the Am door. Am I being cloned right now? Oh, they now. tried their best. Are we being <sighs> cloned right now? Because they took some some cubes of our skin. And I gotta say, without consent, that's pretty fucked up. Also, a one-inch square cube on a gnome is a lot bigger than a one-inch square cube on a toidle. <laughs> Look, I am just trying to fulfill... Uh, I'm sorry. I am just trying to fulfill the healing portion of our contract right now. And he actually lifts up his leg and he shows you that he has the same mark on his leg. If you would like to know more, there is a time for it but there is a lot going on uh yeah no like i get that i really do but we're hooked up to tubes that are hooked up to bodies floating in giant glass tubes that look like you and tan so you got some explaining to do right now so that I don't rip this shit out i want to believe that you're trying to do your best to heal us but this is pretty jarring. You understand that, right? Yes. I'm like Dr. House is... over here with my leg. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> that is why the door was supposed to be locked and secure. Um, look, we are not trying to steal your genetic makeup. We are not trying to take you over. I, I'm not certain what your worries are. Truthfully, we are trying to fulfill our part of the contract. We do not really have the healing potion capability because that requires a lot of alchemy and herbalism that this planet does not have the resources for. We are using... Look. Primus made me. I am not certain how... But we are trying to duplicate that effect being created out of nothing. Unfortunately, we've only gotten it down to cloning and making a small cube of somebody into the full thing. Now, if you were to perish out there in, let's say, six to eight weeks, you would wake up here in the specimen growth lab. Okay, so like pause real quick. Mm -hmm. So this is just like the dope ass sci-fi version of the fantasy thing that we had in our <laughs> other campaign with Barry. <laughs> yes, it's the same spell. It is just- It's just the sci-fi. just sci-fi. That's yes. so fucking cool. I'm like freaking out right now. Except yeah. Julian is still skeptical. That's all, I just wanted to say that. Because Julian doesn't know about that. Look, I cannot provide you healing potions. I really cannot. But if you make it off this planet alive and manage to find yourself in a very dangerous situation that you cannot survive, at least you will have a second chance. That is all we are trying to do here. Things went pretty crazy. You guys handled a lot. I am very proud of you for what you did, but we are trying to help. Uh, yeah, I feel like that wasn't too hard to explain. Appreciate it, but, uh, would have been nice to know ahead of time. 
Sorry about the spillage. It's... it's fine. The... Dismantling of the mesh did stop the green man from getting control of it, and it was an old dis- system that was due for an upgrade in another decade. Oh but. man, but I had so much dirt in my hat in garlic, <laughs> I won't smell good again for weeks. <laughs> yes, your items are being collected now. Oh, um, really? <laughs> cool. You're gonna have to carry them, unfortunately. Oh, um, shit. Um, yeah. <laughs> But look, there there is more going on right now. You guys have been out for six hours or so. Um, uh, at this and remembering time frames and stuff, uh, Surya goes, "Hey, um, has anyone been by our ship?" Yes, um, Mezzi found me in. The time frame that you guys were defending the mesh, and she asked to move the ship to a more private location so it would be hidden better from the thralls. Fuck which yeah, is Mezzi. good. Yeah, it's it's good because the thralls did just arrive maybe about half an hour ago. Oh shit. Oh my god. They landed in a small red teardrop shaped vessel and are asking to talk with the Baron. Mezzi also mentioned something about a um, a message from a count or an emperor or something. Um, All right. Um, so I know that just seems like some dude was trying to get in contact with us. But and I know this is going to seem a bit, you know, uh, I'm assuming or whatever, but uh, that message is far more important by leaps and bounds than whatever you are going through right now in this whole area of Mechanis. Okay. We need I... to get to the ship and hear the message as soon as possible. I understand. You have a few more hours if you would like to be healed to actually do that. I cannot get into my office right now because there is paperwork literally blocking the door. I assume you had some paperwork in a uh, enchanted cabinet or something like that? (laughs) Not only that, but the tube above my desk has been flowing with new work orders to get the storage for in order. I... I'm very busy, and I honestly do not have much time here. I have tried my best with you. I really appreciate what you are doing, but you have also created a lot of problems right now. What I have done for you will fulfill my side of the contract, whether you folks like it or not. You literally have an extra life now. I appreciate that. I uh, have a little experience there. It's pretty nice. It will take six weeks for it to actually form so just don't die before then okay all right so uh what are we to do right now during these few hours that you want us to wait and heal up how are you going to deal with the thralls how are we going to deal with the green man do we just need to sit and wait for a few more hours or do you have a suggestion you are free to go whenever the thralls are currently cordoned off in their own little hangar They do not have any view of the rest of the hangar, and they are being closely watched by a group of trio drones. 
you have free range to go to your ship. But right now, I don't know what to do. Obviously, the green man is still at large, and we still need to bring him to justice. I think... Is uh, Toy is still... He's still asleep, right? Still passed out? Maybe slowly. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, yeah, we'll say, like, when Lex came in, you kind of slowly gained consciousness. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, do I still think I'm dead? You still think you're dead, okay. yeah. Okay, cool. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna chill there, just like, just like, I don't know, flipping a coin. <laughs> um, Occasionally put the coins over your eyes and then take them off. And... Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Surya looks down at the other damaged friends and uh, looks down at herself and the tubes coming out of her and says, stay here and heal for a while longer and we'll go back to our ship. Learn about this message. Lex, uh, thank you. Yes. If you need anything else for me, please don't ask. I'm very busy. And he leaves. Right before he leaves, I'm just going to be like, I guess this means that your day off is going to be a lot harder for us now, huh? <laughs> Forgot about that. I hey, was trying not to bring it up. But you still got this... it. Don't worry. You gave okay. us an extra life. We'll give you a day. Okay. And they leave. Um... Yeah, you guys spend a few more hours healing up. I'll say you have a long rest, so you guys get everything back. Do I notice any effects since I've put this hat on? I know I didn't really notice putting it on or anything, but is it, like, magical and doing anything to me? Or is it just a hat? As far as I can tell. Roll an arcana check for me. I think after a minute, I, like felt the weight of it on my head and thought to myself, oh, I wonder what's going on here. I got a 25. Okay. I got to figure out something. That's a great role. (laughs) Yeah. No, I I have to... Hmm. So this hat appears to be intensifying your madness. Uh, Ooh. Um... Something about it makes it more likely for you to break out into this intense inspiration. But something about it also makes you not want to take it off. Interesting. With that knowledge, instead of like being freaked out, I'm going to immediately start painting something in the air again with green paint. I think that makes sense, right? Yeah. I don't know what, um, but yeah, I'm going to kind of start to draw something, maybe uh, hmm, like a bow tie. So you begin to draw a bow tie, but this bow tie looks a little odd. You're actually like drawing it vertically, and when you're done drawing it, it actually looks more like an hourglass bottle with a stopper on it. Hmm. There is a green liquid inside of it and a skull on the label. You finish drawing a post-it note stuck to it that just says, 
you know what to do. I'm going to oh, take this fuck. and just hide it. Okay. I'm not going to let them know that I just did this unless they saw. But I feel like they would have definitely. The madness yeah. is something I feel like wouldn't. It wouldn't make me go, oh shit. It would make me go, ooh, and then like hide it in my jacket. I think. Yeah. That's the vibe I'm feeling from it. No, they they definitely see you drawing. You are actually like sketching on the metal table next to your bed and you draw this bottle. And they don't see like the note that's on it. They don't see what it's full of, but they just see you pocket it. Uh yeah, I uh I don't know that she's necessarily going to do anything about it cuz she doesn't know Surya doesn't know what to do about it. All right. Um so you guys spend a few more hours healing up. I'll consider it a long rest. You guys get all your spells and hit points back. Hell yeah. Um and you guys are ready to leave this place. You exit out the back door as these medic trio drones remove the tubes from you. Uh they hand you well, they hand Soria and, or I'm sorry, they hand Julian and Tortuga a neatly packed backpack with what seems like your items there. Um, Julian, you have a lot more items than you can actually carry, so you may want to give some of them to Soria. But uh, depending on how big the sack is, Soria's just gonna take it from him and like wear it because we're going yeah. back to our ship anyway. <laughs> no, yeah, you can certainly do that. She sees him um, like struggling with a backpack that's it's like, like a bag bigger than me. Yes, yeah. yes, <laughs> and it's she a just two hundred and fifty pound bag. Puts a hand on his shoulder and shakes her head and puts on the backpack. For a second, I lift up with it and have to let go. Toy Toy is just going to be super stoked. He's just going to be like, "Man, you know they were all wrong when they said he can't bring stuff with you when he die." <laughs> Uh, Surya just <laughs> shakes her head. <laughs> Tortuga, you, you, you get your backpack and actually tied to the back of it is that small green vial with the cre- clear liquid in it. And it just has a note on it from Lex that says, I'm not sure where you found this, but it may help you. The note like said that like out loud in his voice and everything. <laughs> sure, yeah. yes. It's one of those film cuts where the the dub is. Yeah, in, in I love room. that. Um, do we remember where you got this? It's in Scribbit's lair. Yeah. That's right. Uh, Toy Toy is just gonna be like, man, I wish I had that when I died. Man, <laughs> he's just gonna put his backpack on and keep walking. Wait, wait, okay. Tor- Tortuga, what what is that? What is that vial? That one, oh, yeah, it's just something I picked up back in the uh, uh, before afterlife. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you mean life? <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. Julian, you can see me? <laughs> oh, buddy, I got some bad news for you, bud. <laughs> so you, you know <laughs> what's your uh what's your bad news i might be able to alleviate something here as i feel my pants starting to tingle hey what's bruv. your uh what do you gotta say bruv you're dead we're all my dead my pants my pants yeah. get really tight and force me to be like eh. 
<laughs> we're not. And uh, let me tell you something. I wouldn't be able to lie about that one. And I like lift up my pant leg and point at it. We're fucking alive, buddy. Drink that vial. Toy Toy is just going to put his hands over his eyes and be like, hey, put a number up in front of me, bud. The, what? What does that <laughs> have to do up. with anything? So Toy Toy is just going to take his bandana that Terry gave him and he's just going to put it over his eyes and he's just going to keep walking to the to the spaceship, which I think we're doing. While he's doing that, I'm going to try to sleight of hand and steal his vial because it's just hanging from his backpack, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm going to sleight a hand yeah. and try to take it so that I can maybe slip it into a drink for him later. 24. Go- nice. All right. That's a solid sleight. Yeah. <laughs> you easily steal it. Like, it's even like Tor- Tortuga actually looks at you stealing it, but he just doesn't care. Wow. Yeah. I'm going to reach into his bag and take a bunch of money now then, too. <laughs> Let's see if he... I will give Tortuga a wisdom saving throw for that. I'm I'm literally just... As I, I took the vial, pocketed it, saw that I got away with it, I'm just going to go, wait a second, open up his bag and just start digging through it for gold. All right, 13. Tortuga... You do see him going through your stuff, and you're just like very nonchalant about it, and you don't care. Dude, toy, toy, I'm just gonna start like just singing like nothing else matters. And he's just, gonna be just like he's like I'm gonna sing like, along he, with him as I like drop a gold one by one into my pocket until I have like not one by one, but like handful by handful until I have like half the gold that he had. Fuck, I didn't realize how much gold you had, Tortuga. What yeah, the dog. fuck? Yeah. Thank you. He's been Thank hoarding you. fucking gold. How much gold is half of his gold? Uh, Half of his gold Whoa, hey, is... hey, 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 hey. They have to find that out, all right? They don't no. know. Yeah, we're no. finding it out right now as he's taking it, and you don't care because you think okay. you're dead. How much is it? Well, it's, it's going to take him a while to grab it. <laughs> I'm going to say there are a few bags of money. You just find one just digging through his stuff, and it is about 500 gold pieces worth. Jesus! Yeah, I'll take that. Okay. I know that's you take that. scratching it, too, isn't it? It's He's probably got, like, 3,000 gold. <laughs> no, it's still a lot, but... um, Yeah, just for sake of time, you take that bag, and you're like, we should probably get something productive done this episode uh, <laughs> we say that in can <laughs> we should probably you know in yeah. this episode get something productive done and we go back to the ship julian do you want to do you want to roll an arcana check about that vial that you stole from him yeah i will say toy toy uh, is just like reaching except 12 being dead. Mm-hmm. julian something about this uh feels cleaning like something about it feels very neutral like you smell it and it smells like nothing uh it's I'm gonna, bubbling slightly but i'm gonna let happens. tortuga kind of walk ahead and just stand next to surya and be like all right i got some gold back i also got this and i'm gonna hold up the vial i don't know for sure but i think this might neutralize this fever that tortuga and i are going through right now what do you think i should do um can I look at it as well and try and see if I... You, you can roll an arcana check, yep. Ten, yeah. Yeah, you get the same sense. It it 
it feels like some sort of cleaning liquid. You're not really sure how it works, but it smells like nothing. Surya's <laughs> so gonna like pop it open and smell it, and like cork it again, hold it up to Julian, and say, "Well, he thinks she's dead already, and if it kills him, he's got a backup <laughs> body being made right now. That will take six weeks to form." Good point. Uh, I'm just one. I guess my only concern is, is there enough in here for both of us? Because I feel something a little coming on to me, too. And as I say that, I tighten my hat on my head. And I'm like, not even that happy about it. But at the same time, I really like how it looks. I'm going to be honest here. (laughs) This is really difficult to deal with. (laughs) Both of you having this uh, green obsession uh green fever one might say as we've named episodes before and i i <laughs> i think his is slightly harder to deal with and yours seems to be draining as you're doing it maybe we try and see if it cures tortuga you uh down to pin him down <laughs> i'm down let's fucking do this i'm going to uncork the bottle and we're going to sneak up behind him, and I'm going to try to pour the liquid into his mouth while Surya... Because I obviously can't grapple him. I'm fucking a gnome. Yeah, uh, yeah. But that's the plan. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Tortuga, I'm just going to say you you take this. Like, there's... <laughs> you. Oh, no. I wasn't going to resist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. So... So you guys just pin him, and he's just like, "What? What are you doing?" Like, uh, uh. and you pour this bubbling liquid down his throat, and mm. it begins to foam, and he begins to cough and like violently shake, and he begins to throw up, and he is throwing up like just bouts and bouts of green paint. Oh. But as he is doing this, you actually notice the like bright Kelly green from his shell and skin begins to fade. And he turns back into normal Tortuga. Yes! <laughs> as he's like finishing his puking, <laughs> Surya will put a hand on his shell and be like, Tortuga? Icy? Are you staying icy? Yeah. Yeah, I think always and then uh (laughs) wait do i remember like everything or like yeah do i you you thought you were dead for a bit and now you feel very much alive oh okay i was like guys i think that i think that cube of flesh worked (laughs) (laughs) i'm just gonna look at surya with like a look on my face like Fuck it. <laughs> Surya begins to say, she's like, okay, if you remember, she catches Julian's uh, gaze and just goes, yeah, I guess it did. And then keeps walking towards the blood vessel. <laughs> okay. So you guys walk out of this specimen lab and get into a Wonkovator. Well, first you get into a capsule train that takes you to a small entryway with a Wonkavator in it. You push the button that goes to the hangar, and you fly over to the center of Clock Face 3 where you land and some tri-drones actually, or trio drones guide you to the hangar that your ship is now being held in. You open the door, and there is the blood vessel sitting there in relative darkness. 
uh, with some glowing red light coming from the Badass. bridge window. Oh yeah. Uh, Surya pats her like her clothes and is just like, "Who's got the keys?" Shit. Uh, I think Julian has them. I'm going to jump up onto the backpack on yeah. Surya's back and start <laughs> digging through it until I find the keys. And then... Yep, you find the small bat-like charm. Wouldn't, wouldn't Nezzy have you... it? Or do we have multiple? Let's say you have multiple, just for the ease of yeah. access. Right now. <laughs> We've got two. Uh, <laughs> two you found another one on your ship yeah, there was somewhere. The, the goon yeah. gave Mezzy a spare when she needed to go. Yes. There you go. As we're walking on, I'm just going to remind the party... All right, guys, now remember, we know now from the gods of the universe that there is a tracker behind one of the locked doors on the ship. <laughs> yes, I remember. Don't we all forget got that, that simultaneous uh, uh, God-given vision. That, that, was, that was very interesting. We all had the breakthrough at the same moment. And we nonchalantly passed it by as if it wasn't a big deal at all. Yeah. Wait. But anyway. Wait, 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 wait. Guys, 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 guys. Okay? When I was dead, okay? I could have walked dead, through. I could have walked through walls, okay? But I already used nope. up my life, so I think we need to kill one of you, and then you go. Oh, you walk okay. through the wall. You grab the keys. So you walk away from him. You'll come back alive. <laughs> Immediately walks away from him and it goes inside. Okay, uh, Mezzi looks like she is sitting over a small desk. You're not sure where she got it from. <laughs> she appears to be fiddling Mezzi. with something on the desk. She's like, oh. Oh, you guys are alive. Oh, my gosh. And she, like, runs up and gives each of you uh, a leg hug. Oh, yeah. I guess Julian, she hugs you normally because you are both gnomes. Yeah. But uh, and she's just like, uh, what happened? Uh, that would be a very long story, Mezzi. We we really appreciate you looking after the ship and finding a better hiding spot. We we heard there might be a message from the Count. Um, yeah, um... Yeah, there's there's a message. It's it's not good. Uh, yeah. Hey, hey, cool. Can you can you play the message? And the guru says, um, yes. Uh, playing in three, two, one. Uh, the goo transforms into the emperor, emperor Impribus, and he begins talking immediately. What the. F- fuck did you do, Baron? All of our storage spaces broke and started spilling its contents everywhere. The bridge and main hallway have two inches of blood sloshing around. Some of the lesser vampires have taken to a frenzy licking it off the ground. <laughs> Report to me immediately. This better not be your fault. Count out. Count out.